Welcome to the sixth episode of Mind Talks, where we will be talking about course selection tips. Uh, we realized that near the end of March is when uh, course selection opens for the fall and winter semester. So we thought this episode will be especially helpful during this time. So um, the two of us who are here today are Jen, who is in her third year of uh, biomedicine from the Faculty of Health Sciences, and I am in my third year of Biological Sciences from the Faculty of Science. So first thing right off the bat, we're going to be talking about uh, program prerequisites or general schedule outlines for your major. So Jen, how are we going to find that for a Bachelor of Health Sciences? So I'm not sure if a similar thing exists for other programs, but I know that for my program, we have a calendar sort of skeleton for what courses we should take for each year. So for example, year one, we're supposed to take whichever ones and then which options we get, whether that's a senior level option or a humanities option, for example. So I think that really helps us with selecting our courses, but I'm not sure if it's because BHSC just mandates us to take more specific courses off the bat. Um, so yeah, so sometimes this information is found for um, under prospective students, but if you look around on your Calgary website, you can probably also find out um, or count, contact your course coordinator to see if we can find similar instructions for how to plan your courses year to year. And of course, there are also particular courses that you might need in order to graduate with a specific major and as well as additional qualifications for minors and specializations. So for example, for BHSC, if you go to the University of Calgary calendar, click on the program um, and then go into program details and select your major, then you can see the list of required courses to graduate as well as what options that you can substitute for, for example, to fulfill the humanities options, to fulfill the open options and the biomedical options. I recommend the same thing that Jen mentioned, which is to use the calendar feature. So for me, for biological sciences, you go to calendar, um, programs in biological sciences, and as you scroll down, they'll tell you about the required courses for your major program, um, and including like, for example, 15 units from the field of biological sciences. And that's like a really broad term. So you can click on that and it provides you a hyperlink to some of the courses that can be used to fulfill this requirement. Um, yeah, and they also tell you about if you want to do an honors program and they give you an outline of sort of um, what you should be taking. So for example, in first year, they'll recommend you take two bios, two chems, and to either physics or geology or comp sci, and to math usually, and to options. So that's first year, for example, and then they'll go on into second and third and fourth year. So I think this is a really good guide that you can refer to um, without having to, for example, call a program advisor and ask them uh, every year, like, how should I select my courses? Because um, the lineup can be quite brutal. You can be in line for maybe like two hours. So yeah, this is a very quick and easy access to find most of the information you probably want. Yeah, and also if you go into your 
uh, dashboard. So you log into your My View Calgary and you look on the left hand side where it says program and advising info. You can click on academic requirements and it tells you what you have already completed and what additional courses that you have to take and such. So yeah, that's also a very helpful feature. Um, also remember that there is also the option of taking some of the courses in the spring and summer. If you feel particularly stressed out about an upcoming semester, just know that the registration, the enrollment uh, deadlines and opening windows are different for those times. So definitely be sure to consider spring and summer courses if that's convenient to you. So after you have gathered the courses that you're interested in taking, how do you select for them? So my go-to is to use Schedule Builder, which can also be accessed through logging into my USC. So you log in, you reach your dashboard, and you scroll down a little bit and you open Schedule Builder. And in Schedule Builder, it's organized by different semesters. So right now, since um, fall 2021 and winter 2022, semesters have not yet opened for registration. The only ones you can see now are for the current semester, as well as spring and summer of 2021. And um, it's quite user friendly, I have to say, because you just, um, I would recommend you find the courses that you need in order to um, make progress in your degree. So <laughs> for example, if I'm in, if I'm in BioSide, then my second year, I'll be needing a lot of bio courses uh, as prereqs for third and fourth year courses. So I would try to get those um, down first. So you can select, uh, you can search for them one by one and they'll show you the different time slots these courses are offered and you can pin them. Like uh, for example, I want to take um, uh, this bio course at 10 a.m. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. You can use the pin feature and that helps you save that course and go on to build um, some of the other courses that we also need. And the fee if you are debating between whether to take, for example, this option or this option, then you can always save it under favorites. So um, let's see how to do that. Yeah, so when you scroll down a little bit, you'll see an option that says save as favorite and it will just be saved onto a, sort of like a pop-out from the right side of the screen. And you can always refer back to those. And yeah, you can save to favorites and then choose at a later time when you feel more sure of the course um, schedule that you want to choose. I think another resource worth mentioning is the UC Notify Me. Um, I think that a lot of people know about this already, but UC Notify Me will send you a notification when a spot becomes available. So for example, if your enrollment window is after um, other people, for example, and you notice that the courses you want, for example, some really, really popular GPA boosters are already gone, then you can sign up through UC Notify Me by choosing the semester, the course, the section, um, and inputting your email or phone number to see 
to let them notify you when a spot becomes available. So this resource could be a helpful tool for you to maybe just get um, into the seat that you want. So now after you have selected the courses mandatory for your semester, for example, you notice that you still have a couple spots left over for options. Um, as you're probably thinking about what options to take, we also have a couple of GPA booster courses in mind for um, as a recommendation for courses that we had a good experience with. One of my personal favorite courses so far is Anthropology 311, which is about primates. And this course, um, it's uh, you don't need any prerequisite in order to get into this 300 level course, which is super nice because uh, at least for biological sciences, you can only take a maximum of 16 200 level courses and like 10 of those are already um, completed in first year, right? So you don't have a lot of room left to keep on taking 200 level courses. So anthropology, it's a fairly straightforward um, 300 level uh, arts option. And it does require some memorization. For example, we talked about um, taxonomy in which you have to memorize like different classifications of like the order, the family, and then the species and that. And that does take a little bit more work. Um, but aside from that, there's a lot of alignments with biology. So although this is an arts option, you can see a lot of similarities between um, this course and for example, some ecology courses. Uh, and some courses about like evolutionary biology, right? So yeah, I really like this course. Another course that I would also recommend is GRST 211 or Tech Terms of Medical and Life Sciences. I think for a lot of us interested in medical sciences in the future, this is really helpful to learn some of the really cumbersome terminologies um, that we might encounter, whether reading an academic paper or just doing assignments in the future. So the good thing about this course is that all the quizzes are online and there is one final exam. So there isn't any assignments or papers that you have to write at all. And the quizzes are purely about terminology. So as long as you study or have the textbook handy, then you will be fine. And as for the final exam, if it's in person, then you do have to probably memorize everything. But even then, it's still such a low commitment course. And I'm sure you can find lots of good reviews about this course online to gauge whether it is suitable for you or not. Another course that I would also recommend is English 396, Children's Literature. Um, I had Dr. Mason last semester for this course, and it was honestly um, a really good time. He is such a caring and kind professor and really does attend to the students' interests and needs. And I feel like I just learned a lot from his course, and it was done also in a really fun way. You got to learn about different texts, and you got to read probably something you read from your childhood and then just understand it in a totally different way. And I think it's also pretty much low commitment given that there is a few assignments um, only in the form of journal entries and some top hat quizzes and then one term project in the end. So I think for an English course, especially one without any prerequisites, 
for a senior level option is a really good idea to take English 396 with Dr. Mason. If you're looking for some other senior level courses, most history uh, senior level courses don't have prerequisites. However, I wouldn't call them GPA boosters necessarily because um, it really depends on the course that you're taking and the professor um, teaching that course because they might have one midterm and one paper and one final. And these three things make up the, the whole mark. So there's a lot of weight put onto each assessment. Um, or for some other professors, uh, I know for online school, um, they mark this on participation as well. So you just have to show up to the Zoom lecture and uh, give a few of your opinions and answer some questions. Um, so I would say that for history courses, especially senior level courses being um, 300 and up, they expect you to have a certain um, asset of writing skills already because for history students, they'll definitely take a few 200 level history courses where they learn the basics of essay writing and reading and research and such before they move on to these senior level courses. If you're really running out of room and you don't have any options left, you can take up to 200 level. Then history courses are something you can consider, especially if you have an interest in this field. So I would recommend taking history courses if it's an area that you're passionate and interested in. So I know that with me and Reese coming from a science background, we probably can't address all of the GPA boosters out there in a comprehensive way. And obviously there are so much more out there. So we wanna point you to a couple of directions for perhaps finding the right GPA booster course for you as well. So the first thing is obviously just search on Reddit, um, but also acknowledge that perhaps what works for others might not always work for you. So for example, someone could just be really interested in a topic. So definitely take people's words as a grain of salt. Now you've seen confessions on Instagram also has a story highlight on the different GPA boosters submitted by students. So if you're interested in checking some of those, definitely check out their Instagram as well. And then I have also noticed some questions about GPA boosters being asked in the UC textbook exchange page on Facebook. And people have also left comments as to what they would recommend. So I would definitely go there to see if some of those courses fit your needs as well. So that's everything we have to recommend you for GPA boosters. Now for the last section of our podcast, we'll move into talking about courses that we like within our major as a reference for any science students out there. So the courses we're going to be talking about are more for um, course selection for third years and fourth years. And for biological sciences, especially if not doing a specialization in say, BCAM or CMMB or ecology or um, just one of the six specializations and you decided to stay in general biosci, then you know that it's very vague for the courses that you have to take. I believe it is five courses from the 400 and 500 level in the Department of Biological Sciences. So that is super vague, right? So one of the courses that I personally liked was BCAM 543 with Dr. Ming, and it is a course about enzymology. And Dr. Ming is very chill, and when we had him for online school, he would post uh, once or twice a week, and the lectures are usually just 
30 minutes and it could be just two lectures a week. So there's not too much time commitment there in terms of um, time you have to spend uh, listening to lectures. However, um, Dr. Ning is actually at another university now. So um, this course, please check who is teaching it. And you know, if you know this professor and you like this professor, then I believe this course will still be quite nice as um, a senior level uh, BCHEM option. And another BCHEM option that I'm currently taking is BCHEM 547 with Dr. Moorhead. Um, he's super understanding as a professor and he talks really clearly in his lectures. And he admits that he's never done online quizzes before. And when we gave him feedback that it was too long and many students couldn't even finish, he ended up boosting all of our grades up a little bit. So yeah, super understanding professor. And this course, it's about signal transduction. If you're interested in self-signaling, then this will be a really fun course for you. However, it has a considerable amount of memorization and the course material builds um, from the first midterm to the second midterm, and I assume from the second midterm to the final. So yeah, you really have to stay on top of um, keeping up with everything. Uh, as for some CMMB options, I took CMMB 461 with Dr. Chua, and it was the class on functional genomics. Um, the, this course was very heavily assignments-based, as in 70% of our mark was based on four assignments and the other 30% based on two quizzes. So it does take pressure off quizzes, but the assignments, they're quite tedious in which you have to read an article that Dr. Chua assigns you and answer a series of questions based off of them. And the answers are not always obvious, I have to say. And while the assignments are tedious, he gives you quite a bit of time to do each one of them, for, um, usually 10 days to two weeks-ish. So, you know, if you work on a little bit every two days or like, um, yeah, just don't leave until the last minute and you should be okay. And the last course that I will mention is CMMB 413, which is medical genetics. It might sound a little bit intimidating, but in reality, it's just a review of first and second year material. For example, we start off talking about chromosomes. So yeah, um, this course is just a review of the basic CMMB principles you might have learned from second year, as well as some ecology principles. So yeah, uh, CMMB 413 is definitely something to consider. And I know that as BHSC students, we take a lot of courses that we don't really have control over. Um, so I guess one course that I would mention as a core option would be Medsci 409 for those of you enrolled in BHSC. Um, there is no prerequisites other than the enrollment, but I'm sure that if you talk to the prof who is super chill, just tell him why you're interested in taking this course, then um, perhaps he will make exceptions for you. But yeah, the courses on Brain Society and talks about a lot of different neural mechanisms of addiction and of learning and memory and aging. And it's just really interesting to learn about the brain if that's something that interests you. There are only three assignments required in this course. And as for the assignments, they're not really papers or just anything creative art project that you can do. 
And I think overall, it's just a really fun course, super low commitment. So if you're interested in neuroscience, then definitely reach out to see if you can join. That said, that brings us to the end of this episode. In today's episode, just to recap, we talked about program requirements and how to find a general schedule outline for a major, how to select for courses through Schedule Builder, some of the GPA boosters courses that we experienced and where to find more, as well as classes that we like within our major. We hope you were able to find this episode helpful in putting together courses for next year and good luck with course selection. Thanks for tuning in.